Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Up How are you, Emma Bear? Truly. Um, brand having a cup of cha. Uh, I'm just having a cup of cha myself. Do you know uh, when yeah. you? It's it's such a delicate balance, isn't it? A cup of tea, so hit and miss. But you know when you have one that's just right. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you see now, I you've got me started on something here. I'm quite particular about my tea, and one of the main tricks, not tricks, but one of the main things people do. Uh, that annoys me and it really affects the tea is you can't reboil the water uh, you cannot because I can taste it but that's why t- but that's why tea up and down the land is shite yeah because I can remember one night um I can remember one night in Faker Street Tommy came in and he was like what is going on with tea in this country because you know Tommy loves a cup of tea oh, and yeah. I said to him I was like it's because people keep reboiling the water I pinned him to oh. a wall and I said Tommy it's the water people have you keep not reboiling off? yeah he's too concerned about his fucking hats that's his problem oh he's but just... you know what he's some great hats. hats I know but if if he hadn't been concentrating on the hats he would have figured out about the water being reboiled all the time I need to get a few more hats. I have a few, I have a couple on the go that I quite like. But the thing about hats is it has to be winter. I know it's winter here. Oh, like. yeah. I think I, I think a hat is a winter item. Well, I mean, but then it's, a, it's, it's you know, I guess Remember Ovi and the old bucket hats, like he could rock those in the summer. But yeah. I think yeah. I think you need a certain level of cool to rock a summer hat. A winter hat, I think a lot more of us can get away with the winter hat. Right. But myself and Fred were actually discussing this morning because I was looking at his forehead as he was sleeping and I was then measuring my own forehead. And I was thinking, God, the baby's probably going to have a pretty big forehead. So I, when he woke up, he well, when I, I mean, woke up was probably is a bit of a stretch. So he's just starting to blink, and I was like, Fred, Fred, I've been thinking about it. I think the baby could have a very big forehead. So we're just going to have to invest in a lot of hats. 
a lot of hats. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were thinking about the birth. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like the birth is yeah, yeah because already you're so selfless. You're already. You're not thinking about your own problems or pain. You're thinking about the child having it. Well, hilariously, I did announce to Fred yesterday that I was a little bit nervous about the birth because my pain threshold isn't great. Um, So he was like, why don't you just have a C-section? And I had to inform him, well, you know, that's kind of an extreme option. And then he said, look, there's don't worry, like you can just take the medication, the drugs. And I was like, please stop mansplaining labour to me. Please. All those hormones kick in. Ah, yeah. So it'll be it'll be grand. Like it, it, it will be painful, but it'll be grand. No, like I, I hope so. Labor now, it would be absolutely horrific. But if I went into labour and I was pregnant and I have all those hormones rushing through my body, I know what better. you mean. I got a lovely call from an anonymous friend last week who was gleefully telling me, first of all, um, she informed me that my parents were not going to see this child for at least two years because the lockdown is just going (laughs) to go on and on and on. And then she told me, did I tell you about my friend? And there was a forceps birth and they left, basically, they they left something up her. And I was like, please, will you stop? I just want the happy labour stories. I don't oh, want the stories, but they sewed her up and they forgot that their pen, their fucking biro is still in there. Oh, <laughs> you know, all the mother and baby homes that are still in existence. We need to use them and put those people in them because I know about the positivity about motherhood, birth. Like it's just because it is, it's a, an amazing, powerful thing. And yeah. people are dying to tell you, I got 52 stitches. Oh, um, yeah. Well, there's a lot of that. Yeah. My aim. I don't need to know. And then I changed the subject. And I yeah. need to know basis. And then I changed the subject and I was like, you know what? I just can't wait till all this over and we can all go for a nice coffee. And she was like, you're having a, I mean, the, the coffees are done. Like once you have that child, you're not, ne- you're <laughs> never going to have time for coffee again. And this is a friend that was telling you this. Yeah, but you need these friends in your life as well, because, you know, keeping it real and all that. But I just feel the biro in the vagina, like, come mm. on. And you, to be honest, you don't need to know about a lot of the other stuff. It's purely on a need to know basis and everyone's experience. Well, it's exactly the same, but it's different as well. Do you know what I mean? So... Same, same, but different. No, yeah, I think that was never come up to me and said, "Why didn't you tell me?" Like, it's you know what I mean. There's nothing to gain from it. Yeah, I think it's probably better not knowing. Well, you know me; I live my life in blissful ignorance anyway. So we've already decided. You know, we have averted potential photographic disaster. We're going to invest in a few baby hats. It's um, all going to be grand. Yeah. Sorted. Dunzos. And a fringe. Yeah, fringe. It's not like either one of you has a protruding forehead. No, I mean, I did always have... You know me, I've got a giant head, so I'm all about the solid heads. And all your kids have completely normal-sized heads, to be fair. I mean, I'll say that, you know, I'm not one for... I don't want to big them up too much because Tommy in particular, I think, is probably verging on the overconfident. 
<laughs> but I will say, I will say they all have regular sized heads and fair play to you. Nobody can ever take that away from you as a parent. There's no lollipop heads there, so. No. Um, so, look, let's let's get into Come here. Did you see this? I was dying to get your opinion on this. Did you see about our old friend Tyra Banks got in a lot of trouble this week? Were you following this story? No, I saw I saw a little bit of it that people were kind of looking back at America's Next Top Model and kind of giving out to El Tyra. There a was bit- a lot, yeah. There was a lot. There was a lot of giving out to Tyra, and I threw a tweet out there. Do you know what's so funny about the tweets? You know when you try to tweet and you're just like, Mwah, like chef's kiss to the universe. This is Twitter gold. So I got three likes first. That was about a week okay. ago. But I thought it was pretty funny. I threw up a tweet saying, and I stand by this statement. All right. America's Next Top Model has, has aged about as well as my Chinese symbol tattoo. That's perfect. Three likes. And by the way, I didn't see you liking it. You're liking <laughs> it now. <laughs> I'll go and like it right after this. No, Altyra. Go on to your Instagram. I know you. You've been telling me you're putting a lot of work in, so I'll go and like and comment on everything now after this. I do that. No, I I know. I can feel that. Yeah. No, I can feel that I've worn you down because you have started liking and commenting. Well, I honestly just don't go on shit. So every every, uh, week or so I go, I think, oh, Judy's uh, cracking out social media. Having a breakdown. Yeah. I can send something and I'll go onto some platform and like a few uh, bits and bobs. Yeah, no, it definitely feels like. And then, you know, the funny thing is, because when I get a comment from Emma, I'll, I'll often find then I'm having a nail scroll and I see you've done the random comments. You've just gone for it. It's a bit of a buffet. You're like, I'll just throw one her like, throw her an old kissy face, throw <laughs> a laughing face to Judy. That's what she's after. Go on, maybe like a make a bit of a muak page. Stun. Love it. Another, maybe more successful comic. Hilarious. Are you saying you'll have three la- you'll have three laughing faces for the established comic? This is borderline bullying, Judy. It's cyberbullying at its very best. I mean, my social media activity, it's just it's just someone who wants to be loved like I mean the need the, the whack of want of my Instagram page at the moment <laughs> Jesus what do you want me to fucking do do you want Desperado. me to write do you want me to write paragraph comments is that what you want I, want I just want what do I want I look oh, do you know what, what? What do you want? I'm going to sit down. I'm going to have a think about what I want. And I'm going to, I'll send you an email later on. Do I haven't gotten a Julie email in a while. Are you loving out Julie? But like, can I chat about her? Because I love this. The Tyrus <laughs> bang stuff. I never so, stopped it. <laughs> presume America's Next Time Model. Were you into it? Yeah, loved it. Loved it. But anyway, so she came under fire this week because like they went back and you do look back at some of the episodes and to say they haven't aged well is understatement of the century. And I don't know if you saw this episode because I'll be honest, I only saw this by tr- by just sheer luck. I saw this episode 
I didn't even see the full episode, but it was the makeover with the guys. And you think, yeah, but guys, like how much can you fuck it up? Really? You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, even currently, like they throw up the pictures and, oh, the hair is a little bit short. It's going to be back in a week. Like this is not the end of the world. But in this episode, this one guy didn't even know you could do this. Tyra insisted that he got a beard weave so that he got hair stuck to his face. It wasn't like a little George Michael goatee. It was a full on beard. This was a beautiful, beautiful man. And he had what was quite obviously a fake beard attached to his face. So he went around looking like he was on a murder mystery weekend or something. It was, and his sad eyes, like he was such a nice guy. And he was like, I want to be a big boy about this, but I have a murder mystery beard glued to my face. But like, okay, I've never got, I've never gotten hair extensions or a weave or anything like that. But from what I can gather, there's maintenance involved. How do you, like, I have no idea how it works. Maintenance with a beard weave. I I don't even, like, listener, get in touch. If you've had a beard weave, I'm talking to the three men who listen to this podcast. (laughs) Get in touch. But they were talking about, anyway, in particular, the episodes that stood out this week. So there was the one where the friend, you know, her, she got the call to say her best friend from home had died. And then the next day, shock horror, the challenge is they're all posing in a casket. <sighs> this kind of thing. And then there was the blackface shoot. So do you remember when um, they said, OK, we're going to do this thing where like basically everyone wears black and white makeup. So like they had, you know, the white, um, the white girls were getting black, the black face done. And then the black girls were getting essentially like kind of, you know, white makeup put onto their faces. And again, people were like, who thought this was a good idea? Insane. Insane. And then the right, that's the worst, not long ago, is this? Do you know I what I mean? I was just about to say, like, you know, you could say hasn't aged well, but sorry, like, was it ever okay? I mean, really, who thought this was a good idea? And then there was I loved this contestant, Danielle. She was such a good crack. She had this like kind of really distinctive voice. She was really lovely, stunning looking girl. And remember, she had the gap tooth. And Tyra yeah. gave out to her because Tyra wanted her to get dental surgery on the gap. And Danielle was like, my gap is me. Like, that's who I am. Like, that's yeah, what makes me time. unique. Yeah, and, yeah. And she said then, obviously, then when they're doing the whole judging panel thing and Tyra was like, OK, you wouldn't get your gap closed. And Danielle completely reasonably was like, oh, well, you know, it's just like it's me. I don't mind if you want to close it a little bit, but I don't want it fully closed. And Tyra's like, you think you're going to be a cover girl with a gap in your mouth? And you're like, Madonna. Madonna had a gap in her mouth. You know what I mean? And after a few series, things were starting to change. Okay, obviously, like, still, it's like 90% of the people who are full-time models fit a certain criteria in terms of, like measurements and look and whatever but there was the movement of like kind of what was seen as beautiful and what was acceptable as a cover girl or whatever was was changing and someone who was at like 
obviously a huge part of the industry and was in the know, surely she would have probably known or had sense that that was happening before, say, the likes of me and you, who were just like consuming this stuff when it's given to us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what uh, the fuck was she saying at? Because in fairness, she was a huge, she was a huge like model, like she was a huge superstar. Like obviously she's still a, yeah. like, a huge star, but you know what I mean? In, in the modeling fashion world, she didn't get into drinking drugs from what I can gather. So she obviously had her finger on the fucking pulse. She had the TV career, all the rest of it. What the fuck? Like, was it purely just for TV? I assume it was like, but I think, um, yeah, it probably just was, you know, it, it probably just was like the, the fact that she was playing it up for TV and all that. But and then do you remember there was the, the time that the girl, I think her name was Tiffany and she got eliminated and this other girl got eliminated and the other girl was bawling and Tiffany was like, OK, well, look, you know, it is what it is. Good luck kind of thing. And do you remember Tyra lost her rag? Oh, and she was roaring, I was rooting for you! And then she's oh. saying, she's saying about the grandmother got her lights turned off and all. Like all this personal information, which Tyra had no right to share in that moment. And she was giving out to her how she wasn't showing any emotion. So she obviously didn't care. And your one was just like, no, like that's actually not how feelings work. Like just because I'm not bawling, crying. <laughs> and Tyra's just roaring at her. And then Tiffany tries to speak and t- t- Tyra's like, shut up! It's you know, really strange. You know the bit that used to really infuriate me was, do you know when they send them off for the casting calls? Like all over the city and one would be one end of the city, the other would be the other end of the city and they'd like be half an hour apart and they're trying to like get around and get on like subways and all this. Every time I saw that episode, I would just like, this is a joke. If that was left to me to like direct, like have any sort of like sense of direction and navigate my way around a city I'd never been in, like I'd have a breakdown. That that would be the episode. <laughs> if not, obviously. Well, that, yeah, it was. It is kind I of your worst night. Wake up, and I'm in that show. That is the episode that I'm getting kicked out on because I'm not making it to any. Off the castings. I think when you're in downtown Tokyo, clutching your... (laughs) Such a fucking joke. Clutching your refill binder. Like, it just... (laughs) Walking around in heels. I mean, the heels. Forget it. Heels. It's, I mean, it's just ridiculous. They're like, here you go. Here's some stilts. Here's a map. You didn't even have smartphones. <laughs> well, imagine doing all that minus Google Maps. Google, where is, like, I mean, come on. So I told no. you so many times Ella was a kid, like, there'd be parties out in, like, Rath Oat and stuff. And I was just like, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> One time. I think I ended up in the airport. But, was but, but why, who was living in Rath Somebody in her class? Oh. No, you see, like nobody was living there. They just booked a party there. Oh. And obviously to other people who have a sense of direction, they're like, oh, sure, that's dead handy. Just fly down the M50. Not for the likes of me. You could tell me what the exit. I'm not as bad now. I've tried to chain myself. But you could say to me, so it's just like it's exit 11. And I'd be like, okay, cool. Got it, got it. And then I'd be like, 
I'm coming up to exit 11. This is the exit, mister. <laughs> like that four weddings and a funeral moment. Um, fuckity fuck. Ah, uh, yeah. I just, um, I'm bad. I'm well, I get frustrated. Whatever about, you know, being told what exits, I just get frustrated when Google Maps says things like, um, head west. And you're like, you think if I know, sorry, if you think that, if um, I actually knew where West was, would I be needing Google Maps? No, like, sorry, but I'm not a human compass. Head southwest. You're like, what does that even mean? I'm looking up at the sky. I'm like, where's the sun? Then I'm trying to remember where the sun's supposed to be. I much prefer the American voice, though, because she kind of comes in when you're nearly home and dry and she's kind of a bit more chill, whereas the English voice She's quite stern. Well, there's something about an English voice anyway telling you where to go. You're like, fuck off. I know. She just Exit 11. Up for the crack, do you know what I mean? So You're like, I'll choose my own exit. Thank you. Thanks very much, yeah. But, um, Thank you for the not, imperialism. So Tyra came that. out then and said... Well, oh, I didn't think she'd bother coming back and saying anything. Did I tell you that we think Molly now is, I, I told you how we thought she was blind, but it turns out she's also deaf. As well. Oh, deaf as well. She can't so, hear anything, Emma. She can't you've see. Got hell, you've got a Helen Keller cash. I actually have started, this is so bad, but I have started calling her Helen. And I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that I'm Anna O'Sullivan now. You know, when people tell you over and over again, how many times in your life has somebody said to you, you know, Helen Keller's nurse was actually Irish. I think everyone should just get a one slap rule for every time somebody informs you of that. Like, what does that mean to anyone? It's like these people that go around saying, I, I swear to God, I had coronavirus before Christmas. So yeah, what? no, there there has to <laughs> enabling us to find uh get the vaccine together. How, yeah, what, there's what can we do with this information? This means absolutely fucking nothing. There is a spate of people um saying things like I I was sick. Yeah, I was sick before Christmas. That wasn't a flu. You're like, stop us. You know, like this badge of honor thing. Like I I I mean I just soldiered on. It hadn't even started and I had it. And I got rid I was, of it I before. Was the tra- I was the trendsetter. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, like I found watch- this new show on Netflix. I Oh, I watched that like two years yeah. ago. I think it's a backup plan because then in case you get it, they'd be like, well, well I had it. I don't, I don't actually personally remember it being this bad. But, oh, there'd be definitely a bit of that, I'd say. Yeah. Tyra's tweet. Been oh, seeing yeah. the posts. And about the insensitivity of some past America's Next Top Model moments. And I agree with you. Looking back, those were some really off choices. Appreciate your honest feedback. And I'm sending so much love and virtual hugs. Now, I mean, I kind of respected the tweet up as far as I think any tweet that ends in virtual hugs. I'm out. Mm. Yeah, it was a bit bit over the top. I mean, this is a stranger. Yeah, and I didn't even know how a virtual hug works, I'll be honest. But no, I feel, I mean, what else could she say? It's unnecessary to send virtual hugs. But I think, the like, yeah, at least she fucking admitted 
And it was one of those shows, like, I mean, how many series was there? Like 15 or something, was there? There was at least oh, 10. Sure. Anyway. Oh, well, there was, but there was a cycle. There was a cycle 21 because even when I was, I kind of went down a bit of a rabbit hole then and somebody was talking about this poor girl who was in cycle 21 and she was murdered after the fact. And I was like, I can't believe oh. there are 21 cycles. <laughs> And also so sad for that poor girl. But it just shows it was obviously hugely successful if they had that many seasons. But I actually didn't realise there were that many. Now I'd say there's about I'd say there's about four of them that I'd know pretty well, or do you know what I mean? That I'd recognise the, the characters and yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um no, I'm a Nigel. Fair. Like and you see when someone's oh no. Nigel. The, oh god I was going to start talking about what's kind of just irritating me thing. do you know what really pissed me off was the fella and it was gorgeous looking the fella with the it was either it was usually like bleached blonde or it was like white bleached who was doing the makeovers he was he oh really yeah makeovers now because he was just a little bit too mouthy um, and just very very happy with his scissors fucking skull in the head. Well, it was me. it was all a bit sadistic. And, you know, they used to take like a certain, you know, like there'd be some poor girl crying in the corner. And then there was all, it was always the girl who got the shaved head. So like Miss Arkansas, that's like the thing I like, you know, she has to fill out the form um, before they, <laughs> they audition. What's the thing you like most about yourself? My hair. And then they're like, we're thinking shaved head, like, let's do it. But that girl is crying in the corner. And then it's always the bitch that has like, you know, the, the, it's always the girl that has, you say, like, she's the, got the long blonde hair and they're saying, OK, we're thinking let's just do more of a strawberry blonde. Like, just oh, just, yeah, just or like slight let's highlights. Yeah, a few highlights. So the, hi- the highlights and the lowlights are there having a cup of coffee over by the muffin muffin tray saying, God, like Miss Arkansas, like, come on, it's a competition. Like Tyra knows what she's doing. And you're like, you still have hair. <laughs> Do you remember there was someone, I obviously can't remember what cycle it was, but they put, they put a weave in her hair, right? And she kept saying to them, she was like, I'm in excruciating pain. Like, we need to take this out. My head is, like, physically thumping. <laughs> she was like, beauty's pain, beauty's pain. So then after about a week, she was like, look, uh, I'll take your point. But, like, my head's fucked. And then they're like, oh, this again. And then they happened to glance at her skull. And it was like her scalp had fucking like shingles or something like she was. And they were like, yeah, they started being real nicer. Then they're like, okay, sweetie, yeah, we're going to take these out. You poor thing. Okay, good for you. Good for you. So I was, but you know what? I know, like, like, you know, in that pain, there's no noise from the crying. The tears are just streaming down your face. Like, fucking streaming. It's like, even when the pain is gone, you can still feel the pain. You're just in shock. And then then you're just crying. It's like you're still, the pain is immense. But it's like the relief of, oh my God, this is going to an end. 
Oh, look, it was exploring, but we loved it. I mean, do you know what? I kind of lost interest after the makeover episode. <laughs> oh, totally. I think they were like, they were nice to her for about two weeks after that. <laughs> like, it's just, no. I love this photo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's just got her hand on her head and all the pictures. <laughs> she's just got a head scarf on. She's <laughs> and it's like parts parts of her scalp where like hair will never grow again. <laughs> oh, but they're clever enough. They give her another three weeks before they kick her out. Yeah, so everyone's fucking forgotten. Everyone's like, yeah, she was a bit annoying, wasn't she? Everyone's forgotten. That she was fucking assaulted. <laughs> Every season, I swear to God. Oh, so funny. But, but they- yeah, do you know what? This is making me feel a bit nostalgic. <laughs> this is making me, I have to be honest, this is making me really nostalgic for America's Next Top Model. Like, I want to go back now and watch a few episodes. <laughs> Just the state of them all in the fucking stiletto here. And then Tyra was all. <laughs> well, I. Stupid. Like no interpreter, nothing. Just like fucking try to read. It was. Well, do you know what? It was a very millennial aesthetic as well, wasn't yeah. it? So, like, it was always, you know, like, you know, Tyra would make the girl roll up her jeans and put a, as you say put a pair of stilettos on and Tyra's like now you're a model you're like what it doesn't work like that <laughs> yes 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 like, and then she was she was a big <laughs> she was a big one as well for the you know all about like she was all about body acceptance so yeah. you know she was all about the pretty face with you know a bit of a booty really pretty face but I always had an issue with that because I was like but Tyre what about the likes of me who's got a face like the back of a bus like why aren't she championing me most of us have one we have one of the elements we've one redeeming feature but like Tyra was always about the like you know accept yourself if you have a model face that was always the caveat I know, but the thing I could never tell is, do you know when they had the pictures as well? And like, unless they were really stupid, and like, God, she looks like she needs to take a dump or something or whatever. But like most of the time, I never knew what they were going to say. Like, this is amazing. Oh, no, no idea. Completely checked out for this one. You know, they're usually in these competitions, even after a few episodes, you get into like what the vibe is and you're able to call it before they do. Never with that show. Never. Like, I never knew. I'd be like, they pull up a picture and like, Jesus, she looks like a fucking, she looks like she's wearing like a bin liner. What the fuck? She lo- she's been dragged to her hedge backwards. And they're like, outstanding. But you know what? I kind of think they themselves didn't even know. I think they were always waiting for one person on the panel to say something to know what they thought. They always went the same. You know, Everyone speaking, you'd be like, oh, I love this. Yeah. And, and then Tyra would be like, look at you. And like, Get it, girl. And you're like, yeah. what? I just, it's never. Yeah, it was... <laughs> never. 
Oh no, I think yeah. Look, as I as we we have said before that a lot of these shows don't age well, but we're we're going to show America's Next Top Model into that bracket. I think now as well. Tell me, Adele, what are your thoughts? Hello, uh, my thoughts on Adele. Well, I mean, first off, she looked great. Like we all knew about this anyway. Like this wasn't this didn't happen just the other day. The thing I don't like is I don't like people giving it about the media commenting on it while they're commenting on it because I'm like if you don't like it just don't say anything about it right don't reference it oh hang on Ella wants something what do you want Ella say hi Ella hello (laughs) there she's that's all she's contributing but um the, the other thing I didn't like was the thing about them saying that she was having a diet of 100 a thousand calories a day while also oh, working. I didn't see that. Okay. I don't think that's possible. Given the fact, like, how tall is she? She's probably like five, six or something. I don't think it's possible to have a thousand calorie a day diet and to be working out and sustain that. If they just said how, she, like, yeah, she just started eating healthy and working out grand, but all this, like, getting into, like, oh, she ate, like, you know, a piece of paper a day and now look at the results, whatever. But if people, like, I get the whole thing of, like, even actually there was somebody uh, recently who I know, like, kind of from online, she's, like, a mommy blogger. So I would have met her at a few things, but, I like, I don't, I couldn't say that, like, she's my friend, that I actually really know her. But she had visibly lost weight, but I didn't want to comment on her post. So instead, I was kind of chatting to her and I, I mentioned it to her. I was like, oh, God, sorry. I'm just so like, don't want to be commenting about people's bodies because I know like whatever, it's a very personal thing. But if somebody, I mean, if somebody loses weight and they look good, you should be able to say it to them. Yeah. Well, I think you can realize that this doesn't always mean healthy and whatever. Like I, I realize that, but... We should, you know, there has to be some sort of middle ground, really, where you can still congratulate somebody if they've worked hard to get healthier. Yeah, and I think, I think everyone, yeah, and I think, you know, everyone who has, you know, fought to lose weight, whether that's like five pounds or five stone, everyone knows it does take hard work. It doesn't just happen. It does take dedication. So I think... I think you're right that, you know, it would be a shame if you couldn't congratulate and acknowledge that because it is hard work. It's not easy. I guess like I'm and I'm sure you would agree. I mean, I think it comes down to like, first of all, nobody is taken from the fact like Adele was stunning before. She's also yeah. stunning now. Nobody's saying that she looked no. bad, bad before. Now, no, I know no one's forgotten that she's like, you know, uh, a phenomenal talent. Oh yeah, I mean uh, the number that matters in relation. It's not like oh my god, she's like seven and a half stone. But what was she famous for again? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't care because she's now seven and a half stone. It's like it's not like anyone's going around like that. No, I think- and I think you know the numbers that matter when you know when it comes to our interest in Adele. Obviously, like it's all about the record sales, the amount of awards she's won. Yeah. It's not you know how much she weighs in terms of a number on the scale but it is it's a tricky one because the only thing I'll say is 
is that I know what you mean about being reticent in commenting. And first of all, I think, you know, the idea of anyone commenting on a woman's weight, you know, and in a public forum, it's just bizarre. Like our interest in, like I say, a woman's weight, but I mean, I'm sure it does apply to men as well. But I mean, essentially, it is like nobody's business. But I mean, as an observer, you can look at a picture of Adele and I think it is okay to think, God, you know, she looks great. She looked great before, but fair play to her. Like this is taking a lot of work. And you can have that thought. And I don't think it means that you're fat phobic because you're acknowledging she looked good before. You're saying she does look good now. Fair play to her. But I think as as you said at the very start there, I think referencing it, on social media, on Twitter. I mean, ultimately, it's none of our business. So I will look at a photo of Adele and have that thought. But yeah. I don't feel the need to tweet about it because I think that is really unhelpful because it feeds yeah, into this obsession with women's you, bodies. By giving out about people commenting on it, you are doing... Part of the saying, problem. You're doing the exact same thing because all that tells people who write these articles is that people are interested in this, whether they have a positive reaction to this or a negative reaction. And you you finding a story about Adele's weight or whatever and sending that to somebody and saying, Jesus, would they ever leave the poor woman alone? All you're doing is fucking sharing that story and getting it more clicks. Oh, of course. I mean, you're perpetuating it. Make it happen step away from us because yeah. a newspaper doesn't care like or not a newspaper but like you know a news site doesn't care well hang on what was how how do people feel about the story was it positive or negative feelings they just want to know how many fucking clicks it had that's all it is yeah it's pure clickbait and I think I think that you know that's not I, you know, I hope that's not, you know, kind of contradicting like myself when I say that, you know, you can look, you can observe, you can have a thought, which is a completely normal as an observer. Yeah. You're going to look at an image of somebody who looks completely different and have some yeah. thought about it. But I don't feel the need. I think what was unhelpful last week and I saw a few people doing it. That kind, a few people that kind of surprised me as well that they didn't realise they were kind of feeding into the problem saying oh Adele looks great and some of them did say she also looked great before but again coming back to that what you just said there Emma why is there a need to even reference it have the yeah, thought like, but I, I don't I'm think sure you're feeding Adele into people in her life to tell her that she looks great. But that's what I, yeah, that's exactly what I mean. That like if it was a friend or a family member, you know, yeah. expressing a, a thought or wow, congratulations. I know how hard you've worked. You know, you looked amazing before. And people have like, you know, in terms of like my weight has always gone up and down. And, you know, people might say, oh, you looked, you know, you looked great before you look better now. And that could relate to me losing weight or putting on weight. You see, this is the ridiculousness <laughs> of... This is the other thing you get that oh don't lose any more now. Yeah, but and but I know like even saying around it. Well, you, you know, and again, it just it comes back to like that is the problem that somebody's telling you oh you look so much better with the weight, and then somebody else says oh you look so much better now you've lost the weight. I mean, ultimately, this is what drives women mad because it's all these mixed messages. Everyone is bringing their own opinions to the situation. So some people think you look better you know, with a bit of weight on you and all the rest. Other people are like, God, you look really fit. You look really slim. I mean, at the end of the day, 
their opinion has nothing to do with you as a person. They're just projecting their opinion onto you. But I think it was probably unhelpful last week when people did comment on her weight in any way, whether it was like to compliment her or whatever, on Twitter, Instagram, generally Twitter, I think, is what people were using the last week. And that's where kind of the the big kind of... character to do so but if she had come out publicly herself and said you know what the last year and a half or you know whatever the last year and a half I've really focused on getting healthy and getting myself uh fit and you know what I'm glad I did I've never felt better if she had said that then that is an open invitation for people to say Jesus you look fantastic fair play to you whatever but she hasn't actually so just I'd like just leave it be but that but of course Jessica, and you think that's think her different. prerogative becomes, yeah yeah if somebody comes out and says I did this I did that uh I feel great thanks a million then of course comment away to your heart's content but if they haven't actually come out and talked about it themselves now don't get me wrong if someone wants to send me a dm and tell me i look great that's fine the dms are open for that for patrons or non-patrons i don't mind those kind of dms that i can just send back a little smiley face to thanks a meal chicken but my that's why when i was saying about that woman i know but like i was even like i had seen her post a few things where she was in gym wear and stuff and i could tell that it had been a gradual thing so I was like, right, I'm going to like take a stab in the dark. I'm not stabbing the dark, but educated guess here that she's been, she's changed her routine and this has been a kind of a gradual thing. Then I was like, oh, I'll let her know. Because sometimes when it's healthy, you see, and people see, see you all the time or see images of you all the time, they don't actually realize it until you put one picture beside another or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's incremental. Yeah, because, you know, it's kind of like, over time likewise if people put on weight you don't necessarily notice because it's it's a very gradual thing so I think sometimes with celebrities when we're kind of given this image of uh, a dramatic kind of a thing or whatever um it probably it's and it's not there it's not their fault at all but it probably I don't know well I suppose for some people it probably is motivation but I think it's important that people know that, like, you know, for people that have made big changes and th- here they are in picture A and here they are in picture B. It's like, yeah, well, they had a really health, unhealthy lifestyle before. And this was like two years of kind of putting themselves first and looking after themselves. Like, just so you know, it's not like doing a blitz fucking, uh, yeah. you know, bums or whatever the fuck they call these stupid things. And just see, um, and just see another thing is as well, and like certainly you know, I'm not saying that this is uh, the case with Adele, but I think one thing we have to be conscious of as well is like weight loss doesn't always equate with health either. So I know when I was at my thinnest, and I look back at photos, and I, even I only found a recent photo of myself, and somebody said, commented on how well I looked in the photo, but I know for a fact that was when, like mentally I was in such an awful place like looking back the picture actually gave me the shivers because aesthetically I probably looked well in this person's opinion I look great but I felt so bad because I knew I'd lost weight because I wasn't eating properly I wasn't taking care of myself so it doesn't you know necessarily equate and I do think last week with Adele you know when she came out again nobody's denying looked great before looked great in this picture obviously there's been a dramatic change 
you know, as a sentient being, you're going to have a thought about it. Like you're going to consider the fact that she does look dramatically different. But you wonder how helpful would it have been and how healthy would it have been if she put up this picture? I think, was it in relation to the NHS workers to celebrate her birthday? Was she saying something about them? Or was it a birthday pic? But I think it was definitely something for her birthday. But if people just had said, happy birthday, you know, can't wait to hear the new album or like it wouldn't have been so interesting if nobody referenced it. You look great would be would have been. Yeah. And it's very true that like, you know, late what or (laughs) weight loss does not uh, equal healthy or whatever, because I'd say after Ella, I was probably I, I lost loads of weight. And I probably did to people, they think, wow, Jesus, she's really fucking bounced back. But it was just, it was just fucking stress. It was just like, you know, deer in the headlights or whatever. But yeah. But you see, that's it. That the, it was, yeah. My mom, though, was, I have to say, she was great in fairness to her. She never, uh, my mom was like never on a diet, never talked about food, never, and never talked about weight. Yeah, that's one of the best fucking gifts she ever gave me. So, I, you know what I mean? Because I know other people, the messages that they got about food and diet and weight from day one were so harmful. Yes, and, yeah. You know, you get enough messages from the outside about all of that stuff and what shape you should be and how you should look and all the rest of it. Even, sure, look, we know ourselves, Even it, it doesn't start once you hit puberty. It starts well before that. Oh, uh, of course. For men and women, for everybody. But, I, you know, I think we can all kind of maybe um, agree that particularly for women. I mean, Jesus, if women aren't pouring their enviable curves into shit every day like what would the world be or being defiant about going and getting a pint of milk because you know supposedly someone writing the article is thinking they've lost weight or whatever but I, I really do think like uh, <laughs> I really do think as we talk about it but sometimes not talking about this stuff can be more powerful than talking about it. I know I mean even us talking about it is part of the problem it is. It is part of the problem. But we're we're really talking about it now, and we're saying stop talking. Well, we're talking about it, and we're right. Okay, we're saying like, do as yeah. we say, not as we do. That's what we're That's saying. It. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. It just it was probably just a missed opportunity to last week. Last week to not have a conversation about somebody's dramatic weight loss. So it's a shame that everyone fell into the trap. And then people were kind of getting mad at being chastised and, you know, uh, kind of given out about it, like on both sides of the fence. When I think people were, there was a lack of self-awareness maybe last week when people were talking about it. So as you say, you could say you look great, can't wait for the new album, happy birthday, that really, you know, like how do you do it? It's just no, like it's. But to be, I have to be honest about it. I'd say in the last year, right? I've probably lost. I don't know why. I have a picture of me this time, around this time last year, and obviously I know what I look like now. And if you were to look at it, you'd say, I reckon she's lost about two stone. I could wow. count on one. I could count on one hand the amount of people that have said it to me, and sometimes you'd be like, 
can somebody not just to me? But then you learn it's not about getting uh, praise or whatever from other people. It's about how you feel about yourself and doing your own thing. Well, I just want to say I'm one of the people who has. I am one of the people who has commented on the fact that she's great. Exactly, but you you would be in that. I'm on on that that hand. hand. You were on that hand. But I think what I think as well, yeah, and I'm not just as well that he shouldn't, you know, and that's not remember I said that's not why I kind of got healthy. It was purely by accident because Ella had been in fourth year and she was going to the gym. They had like a teen gym. So I was dropping her to the gym and then I just started going. And then I was kind of like, God, I'm actually not really that healthy. So it was just like it was purely by chance, but it's a good lesson I suppose because I did it so slowly and it's not like I was like okay like be real here it's not like I was massively unhealthy before I probably just like neglected myself a little bit but it's a good lesson I suppose that you shouldn't be waiting for other people to validate to validate your external appearance no but I think as well you you know what I mean? You actually, well, for me anyway, it was actually something that I had to cop on, like that I was like, oh yeah, of course, this is purely just about me. And then you get, then I got to the point where I could confidently say, no, it is actually, I am just uh, doing whatever I'm doing just for myself. But I think as well, and I'm not, I know it's easy to say this, but I am genuinely one of those people that I, 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 I don't. I really don't notice weight loss or weight gain in Do other I people. No. I, I don't. But so like yeah. even say with you, I think because you were, I mean, in my opinion, you would have been so small to begin with that I think because you have such a small frame that maybe people, you know, they're probably thinking, my God, Emma looks great, but maybe they can't put their finger on what it is. Do you know what I mean? That it's an oh, overall yeah this person looks fab and then there are other people and sometimes you know it's even coming from the fact that like you know maybe their area of work or like their online image that they might notice the weight loss straight away yes and then other people are kind of blind to what's going on like I think as well it comes back to we're all kind of self-obsessed at the end of the day so like if my mate loses half a stone I, I would always yeah. like I and you be the same, I'm sure. Like with your yeah. friends, it's so important. Like anytime I see my friends and I think they look great. And generally I always think my friends look great because you, you just love them and you're so happy to see I them. Know. You know, I always will say, Oh my god, you look fab, love the hair, love the clothes, love it all. And it'll be coming from a genuine place. But it's so I'm so so to pick up on weight loss. And then when I do say it. Like you saying there about two stone has me floored. I never would have thought you would have lost two stone. Like when somebody says to me, oh, I say, you look fab. Have, if, I'll rarely say, have, have you lost weight? Like what? what is it? And then they'll say, oh, I've actually lost two and a half stone. And I'm like, Jesus, I, I feel bad then because I never no. picked up on that. No, but that's what I'm saying. Not at all. And sure, I, I didn't even know. It was only when I actually looked back in it. But what I am saying is, you know, when someone says, Jesus, you're looking great. That is a much more a comfortable thing than somebody actually getting into like, what are you doing? What are you eating? What are you, how often are you doing this? How That's just fucking weird. What I'm saying is like, but when I, I think, started yeah. and noticed it, I was like, should everyone, should, or should I not get, be getting like a fucking parade or something? But then I think. So it's part think... of like the process that you, you do actually you do because I, I used to hear people talk and you know when you hear people saying stuff like 
no, I'm actually just doing this for me now. This is just for myself. And you'd be like, please, bitch, blow it out yeah. your ass. Come on, level with me. But it's actually, it is actually true. But also, I, I think, oh, okay. I, I totally agree that, like, you know, I think that we should all be slow. Like, I think saying you look beautiful, you look great, you look fab is so much, it's generally... I think a much better way to compliment someone than bringing it down to the numbers, have you lost weight? But I think that if like, you know, thinking my own friend circle, like I've had friends who've lost a dramatic amount of weight, like huge amounts of weight. And I think then acknowledging that and saying in that instance, saying, wow, like you look fab, like you've lost so much weight for that person who has been you know, battling for a long time, it's not something that comes easy. I think it's nice to acknowledge that as well in that instance. Yeah. yeah. But as a friend, not to throw up, if they throw up a picture on Instagram and you write underneath, oh my God, you look Mary, you've lost so much weight. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a, it's a conversation over a coffee. It is. It, Which it, apparently it, it, I will never what? have now because I've ha- I'm having a child. <laughs> you will have coffees again. You Before will. we go, will we just remind our listener we're banging on about it, but this <laughs> is this is this is the new us Patreon. Patreon. I'm gonna put up a video this Thursday. I have decided what I'm gonna do, Julie. I'm gonna show people my cutlery drawer. Oh my god, amazing. Can't wait. Oh. So you're gonna talk us through your cutlery drawer. Yeah, yeah. And what a little bit of scandal are we gonna do? Oh yeah. So our so our episode this two so our extra episode this two shall pass this week. We're gonna look at Jay-Z, Beyonce, Sold and the lift. We're going to look at that whole situation because we haven't really, you were saying in M's, we we actually, before that we haven't really referenced Jay-Z and Beyonce very much and their relation. Well, when you think about it though, they're so well, not sque- they're kind of squeaky clean and they don't let much out. So I think that's why that is an interesting one because it's one of the few times that they let their guard down. Well, they didn't really have a choice, but you know what I mean. So, I think there's. You other know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out. Uh, sorry, go on. There's other people and. Oh, there's other people out there who you know give us stuff every week. To yeah. it's interested or whatever. So. Um, well, I think now what I'm gonna do is I've got a bit of housework to do. So just to get me yeah. in the mood, I'm gonna throw on lemonade. Oh, yeah. Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you tunes when you're, you know, whichever tidy when you're angry as well. That's my favorite time. I generally, usually when I tidy, it's to. (laughs) Usually when I tidy, it's to the soundtrack of true crime. So I'm quite fond of, like, say, the likes of Case File, just as a prime example, is, like, really bad Australian accent, but it's Australian. And it usually, what I enjoy is I'm having an L sweep and he starts mm. off saying, you know, Ellen was in the house alone when the middle of the day. And I'm like, ah! like, but I think the fear, you know me, like, I'm such a fearful little person. I think the fear really gets me going. I'm just like, keep yeah. busy, keep busy. Um, so, while you're hoovering. Well, also, I think, you know, something did happen to me. I'm like, at least the house will be clean. Do you know, it gives me that extra motivation. 
I mean, imagine, imagine my that. mother, my mother would be told, yeah, no, the break in happened. She seemed to be in the middle of hoovering. And my mother would be like, no, this was staged. <laughs> imagine like second paragraph, the house is in a, in a, it was quite chaotic or something or in, in a state of disarray or something. Oh, because you know what? We'll never get over it. How to fix a drug scandal. I lasted through half of episode one. Have you watched it? Yes. The one. So, oh, uh, so boring. The drug. Do you think so? Oh, my God. Can't be tired watching it. Oh, my God. I just thought it was so dull. But what really kind of made me cringe for, I was going to say the poor pharmacist, but, you know, I suppose I didn't watch the rest of the series, so I probably shouldn't uh, shouldn't make that sweeping statement. But you remember her car? state of her car image remember yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah. my god the state of it well she was at mcdonald's burger wrappers everywhere i was like oh my god wouldn't she just die i mean she was heavily engrossed in an addiction at the time but it doesn't i mean i'm not gonna make excuses for her I mean, you can be out of your head on meth, but clean your fucking car. Well, I think whatever about the drug bags, I don't even know what you'd call them. The baggies, I'm watching The Wire at the moment, so I'm all down with the lingo. <laughs> uh, the baggies, whatever about those, but the McDonald's rappers, sure, I told you that how, like, Fred, before the lockdown, and, you know, he, I think he was telling me it had been a month since he'd gone to Supermax, and then I was going through his pants, and, like, there was all these Supermax snacks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and I held them out like you'd hold out a receipt, a receipt from like a brothel or a strip yeah. club. And he was like, I don't know how they got in there. I was like, it's fine going to Supermax, but just don't lie to me about it. Like, that's pretty, imagine, imagine Shane sneaking off for a Supermax, a taco fries without telling you. Oh, I mean, there'd be absolute murder. The Supermax actually up the road from me is open. Yay! Exciting news. Um, we are getting one uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Because we're going for the scan. We're going for yeah. the scan. So Fred's going to do his Don Draper 1960s husband oh, hanging out in the car park. What is this now? This I'm is confused. the big one. It's the 21 week scan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Because so, yeah, but you had one a couple of weeks ago. Well, that, that was, was just, yeah, no, that was just, okay. I didn't think the scan, that, do you remember that was the one I started stripping off and it was just, mm. he literally just did a quick peek just to see was there like a heartbeat still and all that. So, I mean, it wasn't a proper, this is the Sinancofer night uh, tomorrow. Yes, you do all the measurements and everything. That's so hopefully brilliant. it'll all be okay. But oh, I did, we, yeah. we looked it up now last night and Supermax yeah. Barack Obama Plaza is open. So it's Lovely. just going to be an absolute highlight. Uh-oh. Ah, that's going to be a lovely day. It's so, so exciting. I can't wait. So uh, hopefully now it'll all be all right, please God. Yeah. But Patreon, if you're into yeah. a bit of celebrity scandal, you get four episodes every month for $3, which I think is it like 250 260 euro-wise, yeah. €2.60. And then if you fancy a free funny video every week, so last week was the Mr. and Mrs. Quiz, got a good few lovely messages from people about that. It was a bit of crack. Four funny videos plus four episodes for six dollars a month yeah and can we just uh, i don't wanna, i really don't want to keep banging on it but julie's up the duff now yeah she's living in the arse of kerry well okay. i mean arse she's a full-time comedian fred's a full-time comedian 
where the fuck do you think she's getting the money from, lads? I know. Like, well, would, you, you would, see, not yeah. her, would you not do her the favour of letting her treat herself to a fucking soup after I her 20 scan? Well, it'd be nice to Nothing. reach the stage where you could treat yourself to an old muffin for dessert. I never quite have the funds to stretch yeah. that. So if we could do that. And it is it is our only income for the podcast as well, just to say that. So it does it take a little bit of time. We absolutely adore the podcast. But just to say this is our only income from it. So we really appreciate every penny. And thanks so much to everyone who's supported us so far. Mwah. Thank you so much. And the rest is you're fucking, <laughs> a fucking scra- I don't know how you look your mother's in the fucking eye. <laughs> You're fucking scraped. Listen to this while you're out for your little walk or whatever the fuck you're doing, having a little chuckle, and you won't put the hand in the pocket. Fuck. Oh. You make me sick. No, I think what uh, I was trying to say is I uh, think what I was trying to say, if you have the three dollars, we'd really appreciate if you could stretch it. And if not, that's okay too. Thank you. God bless. Oh no, I stole your line. You can have it now if you want. Now, go on. It's the Emma line. God bless. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.